It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Heart and Hand, the Rangers podcast, the podcast that evens itself out over the course of the season. This week, the Gels prepare for Old Trafford by making Hamilton look like Manchester United. We ask if it's the theatre of dreams or the theatre of screams ahead for the Bears. Speaking of which, is Greater Manchester Police display the same levels of hospitality towards us as most people reserve for paedophiles? We discuss the hassle supporters will have to put up with. Well, Mark's away on his annual pilgrimage to Canal Street in Manchester and just luckily happens to be there the week of the game. So this week we're going with a young team uh, of sorts. And what I did this week, guys, for your introductions was I decided that if this podcast takes off, we had to kind of look at what your, your spin-off pod would be. So what would be the Frasier to this show's cheers? So, Mr. Scott Vandenacker, I thought that we could have Scott's Corner, where you talk about all the things that are going on in your radically exciting life. <laughs> That's quite good. But nobody puts Scott in the corner. Ah, dirty dancing reference. Dirty dancing. The the gay badinage is back this week, listeners. So one uh, minute left. Yeah, it didn't take long. Fraser Mark Maguire over there. Fraser, I thought we could have House of Fraser, where again we could get your slightly idiosyncratic take on the major events of this week. Yeah, yeah, and you're also a bit of a devotee of clothes. Indeed, and house music because I'm down with the kids. Oh yeah, absolutely. And for Cameron Bell, hello, Cammy. Hello, hello. I thought we could have the bell end, yeah. where you could <laughs> people could tell you tell us what uh, you know what sexual kinks you've been up to over the past seven days. I'm j- I'm so happy that I was one who suggested to try and ramp up the gayness for this <laughs> podcast. I'm really glad that you, you asked. You, you didn't need to suggest. We've been honestly, we couldn't believe we'd made the blunder of, of having to go two weeks without slagging each other about it off. Yeah. So uh, we've lost half the listeners, so we can just go to town this week, guys. Uh, Fraser's uh, going to win all the competitions this week because he's officially became my podcast favourite because he gave me a present tonight when he arrived which was a signed Rangers ball from 1999-2000 and you two have brought me nothing. He signed it himself on the way over I don't care, it lets me live the dream It's got Billy Dodds on it It's got Billy Dodds on it Tony Vidmar Tony Vidmar was a vastly underrated fullback See at the time, right, Tony Vidmar we were going, I don't know if Vidmar's good enough Compared to Richard Foster, (laughs) Tony Vidmar right, looked like Ah. Cafu Well that leads us in uh, to the, the, well we won Against Hamilton Ackies. For anyone who didn't see it out there, you lucky, lucky <laughs> bastards. What was it said last week? YHYH? Oh, man. Uh, I think the worrying thing was we put the team out and we thought, well, maybe our squad's not as, as slim as we, we'd thought, but uh, it is. 
It is. Um, I made the mistake of watching the game, as we all did. Um, couldn't believe what I was seeing. After five minutes, though, I thought, <laughs> all the wheels are you know turning. There's a machine, well-oiled machine. And then the rest of the 85 that, minutes. That was just a hair. Jelovic, I think, does need to go to Tony and Guy. Um, as Cammy mentioned before, his hero, Kyle Lafferty, done that and he actually did something good. Yeah, I was very pleased with Kyle's uh, turn, and I don't think there's been a cross like that in uh, recent memory that's been he'd right planted after it? right on his head. Did you? So fantastic. Did you, go to the Did you tell him he'd right after it? When right after it. <laughs> right after it. Right after it. Did you get on your knees and everything and get right no, into it? No, no, what no, did no, you make no. of the rest of Kyle's uh, contribution? Though? I don't know. I kind of st- wanted to stop watching the game after that <laughs> point because it just wasn't attractive football. Uh, no, it, was, it, was, it was really bad. Fraser, we look lightweight in midfield again. Steve Davis. I know, uh, it's got to be I'm said, great, it's not happening, is it? Here. All we did last year was moan about playing him in the <laughs> middle of the park, he's, and he's done hee-haw since he moved in there. I think five decent minutes uh, against St Johnson at Ibrooks, but he was very poor again yesterday. Well, the I thing is, say. Walter, the, the longer Walter's in charge of what you realise that Walter has become our parents, that he's right, even though you're convinced you're right, Walter eventually gets to turn around and go... Did I not tell you? Well, and Davis does have to go back out wide, doesn't he? He does, and it also leads you on to Davy Weir. We've, we've all got this, he's too old, he's not good enough. And then, you know, Craig Levine says he's the best Scottish centre-half there is. Walter keeps playing him. Maybe we just have to say that maybe a guy that's played at the World Cup at centre-half and maybe the manager that can spy a centre-half better than any other manager in Europe might just know what they're talking about and maybe it is going to be OK in the Champions League this year. I, I meant to also ask, just whilst I'm in the company of fellow Rangers fans, has Andy Webster actually died? Is he, is he alive? Has Andy anyone Webster seen him? He's an insurance plant, Because he, he was in Dundee. Andy uh, Webster does not thing. exist no. in a Rangers prism. This, the, this podcast exclusively revealed that about four weeks ago. There is no such thing as Andy Webster in connection with Rangers, no. unless a guy, some form of painter and decorator, who's been employed to do the inside of Murray Park. Sadly, he's getting employed to do the inside of Murray Park for quite a few grand a week. Yeah, yeah. So I, would, the, I would. I would be fascinated to see the amount of wages we've paid him. Yeah, over the years. He was on the paid. telly uh, last week for. Uh, he was the BBC's. Yep, saw that live yep. footballer during the, the Scotland game, which I watched. What I did, both of them. What, you watched Scotland? I watched both of those games. I couldn't believe it. I text Fraser and says, Wednesday's a Hartford coming on. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, it, seriously. What it competition was, was it then, David? A raffle or something? No. What, what were we qualifying for? Do you know? Oh, no, I do know. It's for the Euros. What we qualify? What we not qualifying yeah, yeah. for? It's for the Euros, and we played Lithuania on the Friday, and mm. we drew 0-0. Mm-hmm. And then we played... I can get this. We get Liechtenstein, and they've got a population of thirty-five thousand, and there was more people at Hamden booing the national anthem of Liechtenstein than there were that come from Liechtenstein. Gentlemen, can I interject for that one moment? Amazing. We are talking about Scotland when we're meant to be talking about Rangers. So, if I may, yes, that, that, that's yes. true. Oh, now, somebody's taking over the smug mark role this week. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. somebody's got to do tough job. Somebody's got to. Somebody's got to do the dingwall. But <laughs> I think you know, talking about seamlessly getting into that, um, McCulloch and Miller were clearly the two best Scotland players in the two games, and we didn't collect. Until those two came on. Well, firstly, it was Stephen Naismith in the first game, and secondly, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. And uh, I think that it's maybe time to get off Lee's back. I do. I agree with that. I think that I mean Lee's been pivotal in setting up the, the winners for the last uh, couple of games. He set up the one at Ibrox two weeks ago, and he set up uh, Miller's on um, Saturday. And I felt as if you know it was a good ball you'd normally expect for Stephen Davis, but you uh, you turn around and say McCulloch's a cart horse, but he does obviously have this ability in his locker. I felt it was a disgrace that uh, that thug McManus pushed him out of the way for the, the See, one I was Scotland raging goal. about that as well. And then when I was watching the replay, I'm going, this is big league got that. Yeah. The other thing is, if any of us watched Match Today last night and saw a man new yesterday, 
two cross balls, two headers, caused havoc. One thing Big Lee can do, uh, Leon mm. and uh, the Tati Bowl spring to mind, he's got a, he can power a header in. Um, yeah. So that's also another potential. I'm sort of ingrained to not like him. There's something about Lee McCulloch I can't stand, but he has had a good season. And so has well, he got us out of jail yesterday. So has Stephen Naismith. And I think you've got to say, Scott. Uh, and I'll ask you this: No serious, Moe. Do, hey. He's starting to play the two guy game, which is just playing around the edges of the match. Doesn't do anything wrong, but doesn't really. He's not had a good lot. start to the season, but I, I would argue that really McGregor, Naismith, and Miller, and to an extent Lee McCulloch for a couple of the games are the only players who are doing what they're supposed to be doing for the money. So far, anyway. Yeah, yeah, I think that when you look at the performances, Papach is a fairly dismal start this season, much as I like him. Yeah. Uh, Bouguera. Bouguera's had one tackle at Hibs apart. All over the field, there are guys that they're not doing anything particularly wrong, but it's just not their usual game. Well, there was, there was, I was going to say, sorry, Fraser, that there was actually a point yesterday as well where I thought Bouguera thought he was on holiday, and he just looked as if he just you know wasn't really that fussed, he was kind of coasting it, and then he missed the initial challenge, which led to their goal. The OG, the, the OG you can't really do anything about it. I think it was just well, a not fight. kick the ball into your net I don't think You know He could have done it again If he tried I know but the thing about it was Is it was never his ball I think after he knew He'd made a, a bit of a howling ass Of the tackle in midfield That he ran back And if he'd left it There were two two defenders behind him That were in far better place to, to clear that yeah, ball Yeah but also I think he was having to do A bit of work there Because uh, Foster Seemed to be posting Missing at that age no, well, so. That's actually not fair Ricky Foster had to cut in Because oh, I don't care if it's fair Right I am the master Of giving <laughs> people time I thought that Christian Daly Was a good signing Right We and talked I, about that ta- Tackling Athens, tackling right. Athens. Three years I've waited for Nazi to, to come around. I knew it would happen. Richard Foster, it, you know, we didn't have cha- a chance to cover it in the last pod, and we don't want it, but, you know, the guy is a sheep reserve. Now, I know people are saying, give him time to settle and he'll get better, but, you know, you could put me there, and I wouldn't get better just because yeah. I was there. If you've not got the ability to do the job, yeah. then what are you going to do? I, it was a strange signing at the time, and, and people were saying, well, Walter can spot a defender, but... He, he, he wasn't getting a game for Aberdeen and um, it was a very strange move and everyone said he'll cover the hole he'll cover across the defence he'll cover the holding on midfield but yesterday he was absolutely atrocious when he came on the only thing you should get from Aberdeen is a dose of the clap on your way home for the oil rigs secondly if we don't have a better youth team fullback than Richard Foster yeah. then we should shut Murray Park because there's no point having it well I agree with all of that but we are where we are and if he's going to play he's playing in the classic fullback position where he's going to get absolute pelters every time he plays at home if, if we're going to get on his back immediately after one game yeah. when everybody played poorly, then he's never going to be any good. I think the problem is so, that the standards are falling, and I think most fans have actually been quite loyal. If you look at the average support and the season tickets sold, we've put up with this the last few years. But I think for a few people, there are maybe there's a level, sort of line in the sand. And yesterday he was heading the ball to opposition, falling over it, getting caught out of position. And people did boo it well, got on his back. and Maybe it's just frustration. Maybe that's like one dodgy player. No, no, there's not frustration, Scott. He was shy when he came on. That's what it is. But we are where we are. There is no evidence, though, Fraser, to suggest that this guy is going to get any better because he doesn't have anything in his his CV or anything in his locker to say, oh, I'm a better player than I showed. Well, yeah, I would agree with these kind of points as well. I think that Foster obviously didn't play a great deal for Aberdeen last season. Um, for obvious reasons <laughs> But uh-huh. the thing is but we're, we're suggesting that On the basis of What we saw yesterday When he was forced to come on Obviously um, mm. Due to Broadfoot getting injured But am I the only person That thinks it's a slight 
degree of extra criticism because of the fact he's actually came from Aberdeen. Because oh, possibly, but you know, yeah, but yeah. And he gets terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If but you I can't hate Aberdeen, then yeah. what kind of world? Well, is oh, I'm, no, I'm all for. I'm all for hating Aberdeen. No, I'm all I'm all for hating Aberdeen. I just think that ultimately, at the end of the day, the boys come down now. He's now a Rangers player. I'd like to see him get a bit of support because it probably will keep bro- Cammy, uh, did, out of the team. Cammy, did you see where Wayne Rooney's gas cooker was from? Did you read that? In the paper? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Typical things that come out of Aberdeen are never any good. No, absolutely. Although I can deny. There's also an aspect of it. Morris Edu was crap. Stephen Davis, <coughs> crap. Bruguera, crap. Uh, you yeah. know, c- can, c- can I just say that that's crap. exactly the Gabriel Marcotti level of punditry that we're after <laughs> well, there, exactly. well, No, but I, I'm, I'm, I am actually getting to a salient point here. <laughs> no. well, he dropped the word salient in there just yeah. to say, right, I've actually gone a wee bit street there. Yeah. Well, we're going to edit that out. Yeah, exactly. Fra- Fraser FF's very own Dickensian character. But the, the, the salient point I'm alluding to is um, making me frisky. these these guys are, are all fans' favourites. So so let's take all the frustration, all the, all the anger the anger we mm-hmm. feel at these guys. Let's take it out in the ex sheep in the team who was crap. But <laughs> yeah. he's still true, an yeah. ex sheep. Yeah, you know. And Cami, your your hatred of Aberdeen there was almost just theoretical. There's nothing wrong with putting it into practice. And I'll repeat again: you didn't bring me a ball, and he did. So even though I disagreed with his point, I'm going to agree with him. That's fine. But okay, who do you hate more, Aberdeen or Celtic? Sells it. Okay, so do you hate Kenny Miller with all this kind of passion and vitriol? As I don't well? hate Richard Foster. Well, why are you not willing to give him a chance then when you say that he's going to be poor? I'm willing to give him a chance, but the fact is, when he signed, I thought, that's a poor footballer, why have we signed him? He then comes on 45 minutes, and let's be honest here, against Hamilton Ackies when we were winning, uh, and he's, he's, he's utterly, utterly dreadful. There's nothing in this boy's background to suggest that he's anything other than a Haddy. Can I take a wee positive from the unremitting negativity here, which is to be draw. And lose at Douglas Park last year? Or we won 1-0. So was, that, was that a win and a draw? No, we scored. Right. A win and a draw, yeah. So that's us got a win under our belt. So I know, Fraser, but we're saying this every week. Every week we're going, ah, at least we won. And that, while I'm glad that we are, we need to, you know, Scott, you talk yeah. a lot about champ manager football. Mm. A lot of guys, seem you talk to them and it's all they care about is the end result. And I don't understand why they watch it or pay the £500. I think what goes on in the pitch does matter. Form can help you build up a head of steam. It can change the way you play, it can make getting results easier if you pass the ball, get into a groove. I think playing decent football can actually help you gain the same results. It doesn't have to be a stromash. There was an I attitude think. yesterday, I thought, that permeated from the coaching staff with the selection right through the team of it'll do, let's get by. Rangers are notorious pre-Champions League and post-Champions League for making an arse of it. Yeah, the Old Trafford game, which is going to be potentially a, a European hangover. But ultimately, I said in this podcast a few weeks ago that you've got to get these teams and you've got to really be merciless and, and kill them and go straight for yeah. and go straight for the jugular. I would have thought that he might have started Miller and taken him off at the usual trademark 65 minutes mark because it's almost certain that he's going to play a 4-5-1 against Manchester yeah, United. And the assumption would be that it'll be Miller up front in his win. Will Vice play? I was I surprised I yesterday by this. We all hope so. <laughs> you know, talking about Vice and Miller, it's pace. Um, and I, I, can, I was thinking quite similar to the way Uruguay played at the World Cup with Suarez and Forlan up front, 30 yards in front. I think you've, I think you've had an invite to the Times with Gabriel Marcotti and Bad <laughs> Are you in the right place? Right, it's quite similar. I swear to God, he'll be going to link strikers in a minute. Um, I'm going to take this back to a more, uh, shall we say, a more... Um, Negative. Prosaic. Prosaic, <laughs> yes. To, um, Nikita Jelovic mm-hmm. uh, yesterday had such a good game that even Craig Burley had to say, I like the look of him. Mm. Uh, so, 
I thought that he showed up very well, scored a good goal, missed a sitter, but overall, uh, do we think that we've got somebody decent there? Yeah, I do. I really do. I think so. I'm slightly concerned about BT's maybe lack of match fitness at the moment just now. I don't know. Really the moves aren't getting any small. No, I don't know. I don't know really what he's doing. He's obviously only money apart for like 20 minutes a day and stuff like the rest of them, but you know, that's what happened. Are the monster ones back? Uh, Looks I'd, like it Well I've, I've got a friend <laughs> Who's actually a chef Up at Murray Park And he's Have you really Or have you made this up No no it's a true story It's a true story I would well, say his like, name But I don't want to What's the definition Of a chef at Murray Park Somebody he brings in The monster no, 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 Put on a microwave And a kettle It's a guy who has got a macro card <laughs> I'll actually have you know The guys are called On Blue Chef But he does the runs To Greg's So that Equates <laughs> him as being A chef at Murray Park yeah. But no he's actually said That they've had a big Shake up And they want You know New and sort of thing, and you know they actually want Muddy Park to be some sort of facility that helps players with their physical fitness. Am I no, the only no, one? No, that, no, no, am I the only that. one that thinks that that basically means that they went to the fridge through all the, the feasts and put in Soleros? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what it's come down to. It's no Twisters. It's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, you're a man that by just uh, judging you, it looks as though you, you certainly know you're wearing mm. the, the, the the bottom of a deceptive though. Ah, but you play football with Cammy, don't you? He's actually quite good. I don't want to talk about the score today, no. Scott. No, and I don't think our listeners give a monkey's either. No. Anyway, Fraser, I'm going to come back to the Gabriel Marcotti, the, the pod over there. Um, Jelovic then did did show up well. Is it fair to say that if we do have two strikers playing at the moment, Jelovic and Kenny Miller, obviously are by well, far and away the, the front two. 100. Miller set him up with that so-called sitter. I think you know he was in the right place. It he, wasn't a so-called sitter. It was an actual sitter. Yeah, he was in the right place. He made the keeper made a, make a save. I was happy with. with how he played. Um, he ah, said, I was happy with how he played, but he should have scored. When he's headers, yeah. left foot, right yeah. foot. And I, I think he, he scored two that. against the Manx. Yeah. I think, I think, three. I, I think to take Fraser's role though, um, I'd like to conjecture about stuff, right? And uh, I was looking at the Mozambique second division, and, and the link <laughs> striker that they used when he dropped off, I think it was very like Jelovic's play. How's that, David? That, that, that was quite impressive. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mozambique even sounds like a real country. I, I think it might be. I, I, think think Asia. I don't know what it is. Ah, no, yeah. Next to Penzance. Yeah. No, I, I, as I say, I like yes, Elvich. There was quite a lot of him holding the ball up as well yesterday. As well. Did, yeah, he, did he play for Croatia during the week? Do we know? He, he, did, he, yeah, did, he yes. actually had a perfectly good goal disallowed, which ah. lost a friend of mine quite a lot of money, which was very yes, funny. It's kind of more more Edu syndrome. He, he looks yeah. the part, though. I think his touch is good. And we've been crying out since uh, Kusan went a bit Dulali. We've been crying out for somebody that can play with his back to go. I think, guys, I think... I don't know what you think about this, but you're not going to get balls over the top that often. There's not a lot of space in the SPL. No, I think a good example of that was Jonathan Johansson. When he went down south, people said, you know, he's scoring a lot of goals for Charlton. People would say, oh, why didn't we play him like that? It's because you can in the yeah, SPL, no. because teams will not defend on the halfway line against us. There's going to be no opportunity to chip yeah, the ball over yeah. the top. Yeah. You have to trap the ball and bring open up play, and I think he looks like he can do that. See, I always yeah. thought Gabby Amato was vastly underrated for that, because he could hold the ball up. Now, occasionally yeah. he did have a bit of a bandor. You know, Kuzar's interface, mm-hmm. but he. But we also had midfielders that played balls down channels. Yeah, in those yeah. Days. yeah and Rod Wallace would happily chase Aye. him. See, again, it's all going back. It's all relative. I remember at the time people used to scream at Amato, and he was so frustrating. And see now, if he played oh, for us, we don't yeah. want about with a Mato mask yeah. on, wouldn't we? Yeah. Um, but as I say, I think Yelovich does look the, the part. I think it would be good if we got into the kind of habit where Yelovich and BT would probably start. Domestically, if we've just had a European game, if Miller's going to play up front, he's going to run about, especially with the shins, the business end of ninety minutes and all that yeah. kind of stuff as well. So th- then you've got, so it's pace with Vice and Miller during the week, and uh, moves and Croatian class for the SPL. Yeah. And, and don't, don't forget, Big Kyle can play up there as well. No, I'm forgetting. That. That already, does as yeah. well. Yeah. Speaking then of Manchester, I think we only need to improve about ten and a half thousand percent when we, we go down there to get a result. A couple of ways to look at it. No, there isn't. There is. There's one way I'm to look to be at positive. it. Go on then. After 2003, I think 
a lot of players have got a memory of what was an awful night mm. on and off the pitch and I really do think that it'll be better than that I think we're more organised I don't think we'll see what we saw that night and that's that's an improvement is maybe enough, perhaps. The other thing is, it was under Alec McLeish. And Alec McLeish went through a period where we used to rock up to Parkhead and we were beaten before we got off the bus. That's true. Uh, and I think when we went down to Old Trafford, very similar thing happened. We used to say to Scott back in, in those days, uh, when McLeish, when we needed somebody, we needed Winston Churchill at half-time and we got Neil Kinnock. <laughs> you know, it, you it, Tory bastard. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I just, with Walter, that's not going to happen. Uh, yeah. I, that's... No, you would talk about more of these experience anyway, but also having the experience of being at Manchester United. Uh, I think he had a what, four or five month spell as a right, manager, yeah. so there's going to be nothing intimidating to what, and I hope he, he gives that down towards yeah. his players. I'm when, sure I think on the pitch there. it's going to be tough. 3-0 Rangers. Uh, okay, now there's been a bit of controversy about the travel arrangements to Manchester last week. I had a chap from the Manchester Evening News give me a call on Friday to express his surprise that all the tickets uh, for the away end haven't been sold, given uh, Rangers fans' reputation for travelling. And of course, it seemed Manchester so a couple of years ago, I think he's surprised that uh, 3,700 tickets didn't get sold. I told him that that was down to the fact that it was being you know, made very clear to the support that they weren't wanted. And in, in this day and age, given the to, to go and spend the money to, to basically get treated like cattle parked yeah. 30 miles away and then ushered into the ground like scum and thrown back out the fans yeah. weren't wearing it what's your take on it? well all of the above it's exactly I mean I'm getting picked up at half nine from my brox it's driving Miss Daisy down there you know it's uh, made very clear that you know absolutely you know first class behaviour all the way there all the way back um, you might get a couple of beers and a pie at Wigan if you're lucky. And, There's no uh, way you'll go for that. You'll want a Pims in some form of cooking. Well, I was thinking Crystal and, and a nice lobster bisque, but uh, I feel a bit sorry for for Wigan though because they're going to have like, fans turning up at the stadium. Yeah, they have no idea what to do with it when they arrive. You know, uh, I'm thinking the same thing as Fraser. I think it's it's very much. Are you try curry favour? Would you be still no, off Fraser's line? Not at all. Nowhere near Bamberg Gascoigne's level. But the thing is, it'll be the case that when we get shepherded to go down there, we're going to end up. Um, just been herded like cattle, and it's going to be it's going to be horrific. I think I feel really bad for the fact that we've got loyal fans and who want to go down, go to this game, enjoy themselves, and yet they're getting made to feel as if you know they're not even welcome in a city in the UK. It's pathetic. It also goes back to this whole thing, which we've got we've gone on about for years. Murray, Stroke, Bain, defender, defend the club, defend the fans. There's no chance. There's, we went all the guys that are going to this trip. Are the guys that follow Rangers all over Europe? Yeah, they're not going to cause trouble. They never they, they're the same guys that went to twelve cities in the UEFA yeah. Cup run, and there was not a single arrest. I was going to say that. Who's, who's, who's making this point? That, that was my point, Fraser. Am I right in thinking that no member? So wait a minute. Let me get it. You're just about to say, but Fraser said it first and probably better. Well, he's looked you, at my notes. Your position is under threat here, James. He right, we've got Mark ready to come back, come off the bench, criticises. Actually, why do we have Mark on? Because all he does is sit there and throw things at me and Scott during the recording of this. Well, that's true. It's because we're scared of him. Yes. It's because he controls his little puppet master. Yes. Yeah. Um, a marionette. So is it true that no member of the travel club has actually been arrested? I've got no idea. <laughs> well, let's just say <laughs> they Fraser, haven't you're, then. Fraser, you're in a good position this week because you built up this level of credibility and as Cammy says, well, he, he, indica- he bribed you. He, well, he bribed me, but also the listeners like him, right? And they, they haven't taken to you yet, mate. Jim right, Reed, if you're out there. Uh, Jim Reed, Jim, Jim's really sold you down the river because right. he's made me think. So far, actually, I've got to say that I'm taking all of my opinions and what you think about the show because you can influence the show out there and not in a Radio Clyde way where they kind of pretend you can. You can actually influence what goes on in Heart and Hand. Can we take a ballad then and do a Duntry mix of a it? A ballad? A ballad? Yeah, they always do Duntry mixes of ballads in Radio Clyde. So you listen to Radio Clyde? I heard from someone. Oh, that, for goodness sake. Scott's heart will go and boom, 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 boom. You know, that's his kind of thing. I phone in, I phone in, actually. I'm Sean. 
have you noticed? Have you noticed that the Radio Clyde phone in and there is a default moron position? You thought it's like, hello, Radio Clyde. Hi, can I speak to the panel, please? Well, who did you think you were going to be speaking yeah. to? But no, actually, and a change that's going to confuse you. You can speak to Mark Lawson about the, the, the changes in the theatre this week. Of course, you can speak to the bloody panel. That's the whole point of a phone and show you, you think, moron. Do you think that the hoops are probably the best team in the world in that? And the Angels should be shut down in that because you're the, the bigotry because yeah. the songs they sang. What songs? The songs. Yeah. Okay, the Spears of the Week is our award to the person who's made the biggest arse of themselves over the past seven days. Although this week you've got a wee bit more room, a wee bit more freedom. Uh, you've got two weeks because we've been away for the international break. Um, it's named after Graham Spears, who used to be a journalist, I think, but uh, maybe what maybe happened for a long time. I don't know. He was at the Herald, and mm. uh, you know, since since then he's, he's sort of disappeared. Um, so yeah, but we, we named it after him anyway, and we're gonna we're gonna keep going with it. Uh, I will say there's a bit of pressure this week because for no, me, there isn't. As the judge, no, 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 there isn't pressure. Fraser's going to win. Well, Fraser is going to win, but yeah, I, I was so. I was going to try and build up to think you had the chance. Um, and Scott, you usually, I mean, you really try for Spears a week. I mean, you you, you sit and scour the journals. No, you don't. You buy World Football, Calcio, the Scunthorpe Weekly magazine, everything to try and get. Is it true, Scott? Your child hasn't eaten in three days because of the fact you've used all the food money to buy papers and magazines. Yes, the Andorran Gazette. Yeah, exactly. She was nobody's child. To be brutally honest, she'd probably be more used on a football podcast than me anyway. But never mind. (laughs) We did try and get her, but Elaine sent you instead. Um, Okay, then Scott, hit me. Okay, I've got only two this week, David. I'm slightly disappointed, really. Number one is Mrs. Ferguson. First, her husband Alex throws away a 3-1 lead with an injury time. He did. Then her son does it a couple hours later on live TV as well, losing to Burnley after being 3-1 up. This is good stuff. Right? Mm. And both live and TV, a couple hours apart... Imagine her picking up the pieces for those two. The other one, he's, hey, hey. that's why we keep Scott on See, here. Right. Out the back. No, he's not having a bit fat, but yeah. he, can, he can deliver lines like Of course, that. the one I thought might win... What did Peter Crouch do this week? He's been quiet. Yeah, right. to be honest, Crouch watch. <laughs> to be honest, I think Wayne Rooney may have stolen his thunder slightly. I think he yeah. did. Um, I think Mark McGee for yesterday. It must be up there at least. Sent to the stands for protesting a goal that in fact no Dundee United player was within 10 yards of the goalkeeper when he punched his own net. He then jumped into the Aberdeen end with a sort of a red ultras and sat with that big, huge, fat face, scowling with his jowls well, collapsed. You're, you're definitely not going to uh, win this week because I had Mark McGee. So if Mark McGee does win, then I'll win um, because I'm taking it. But the I reason I was, you a football, shouldn't I? The, you should have brought me a football, yeah. The reason that Mark McGee I was going to mention was the way he disgracefully threw that young Aberdeen player under the bus uh, after the the, the, the last match, the player had thrown him under a bus. Well, absolutely, yeah, actually, he would have damaged the bus. Oh, <laughs> He'd have been fine. But um, Mitch Mugginson, I think the guy's name was uh, well, Mitch Megginson, struggling already, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's eighteen. And after the game, and these are quotes, uh, McGee said because he, he made a mistake that led to a goal. And McGee said, "I hope he feels terrible. I hope he has a sleepless night. It was a terrible mis- uh, mistake. He's let his team down. He's let his teammates down. The guy's eighteen. Mm. I think it was his second appearance. You know, that's pathetic." But I don't. I've been thinking about this and I've actually been trying to see if I could remember at any point a a manager purposely picking on a player to say the the reason why we lost is because of that guy and I can't I can't remember one at all and the thing is we've all seen games where there's been obvious howlers and you've actually turned around and said yeah that's just been a total joke but I've never actually seen Someone pick one as you say he's an eighteen year old kid. Yeah, I mean, what's and he must have zero, com- must have even less now. You're supposed to win together and lose together, not be singled out. It's, it's no, and I think that, so. as Cammy says, what 
did he think the boy done it deliberately? Because surely the only thing a manager can ever go on to a player for is for a lack of effort. Because if it's a lack of quality, then why are you playing him? And a Jason McFadden style. Yeah. Well, uh, and can I just say I loved this week that Craig Levine, he came out after the, the Scotland game and he said that he, James McFadden, well he didn't say this, but the papers reported he told James McFadden that he was selfish and he told Chris Boyd he was lazy. And apparently on Wednesday morning, other things he said was <laughs> the sky is often blue, Michelle McManus likes a trip to Greg's yeah. noon again. Large and, furry animal defecates in forested area. Yeah, it, it wasn't a man bites dog, was it? Chris Boyd, who turned up looking the size of Michelle McManus, right, who's clearly just dosing about. You know, he dropped a pound at Hamden a few years ago and he was looking for it. You know, what do you expect? I, I'm, I'm quite stunned, honestly, when I, I read Levine's comments regarding McFadden because I think he did really well to pull off his marker. Allegedly. <sighs> Allegedly. Yeah, and his penetration from the rear was fantastic. So I think it's unfair criticism in the boy McFadden. Can, can I think he should get the ponytail back. He looked really good when he was talking about James McFadden. I don't know if I was going to ask you this. It's probably not the time, but have you bought Will Young's new album yet? Yeah, I got it signed. That's what I thought so. so. Isn't James McFadden married? So was Elton John. So was Elton John. <laughs> so was Oscar Wilde. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Allegedly. Big, big butch bonking Oscar. Correct. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Cammy, give me a Spears of the Week. My Spears of the Week is actually from someone who's posted on the Heart and Hand the Facebook page. The Facebooker. I'm gonna, I'm gonna is gonna it the Facebooker? I, I'm going to concede that it's the Facebook. It is just the Facebook. purely to please Edgar. Um, it's actually from a really good friend of mine, and he, uh, works, <laughs> he, he, works, he works for the council. Hey, End of the show. Yeah. He, he works for the hey, council, pal. but he uh, makes frequent uh, trips up to Lennox Town, up to... The he works for the council Has many years does And he goes take, to Lennox <laughs> And he goes Does he take the lip off Nobody goes, goes, goes the gutter <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, See if he does Pack his lunch In a sunblessed bag <laughs> And the children Call him bogey Oh uh, no um, Anyway so, It's not worth it now No no it is worth <laughs> We've it We've ruined it No listen to the story <laughs> He's going to tell He's going to tell He's going to exactly. tell Let's go So I'm on Cammy's side He's trying to tell the story With faces already won One Cammy Right listen calm down so he uh, was up at Lennox Town and there's a, a woman there who works for the enemy who he knows quite well and has a bit of kind of chat back and forth with. And uh, she told my friend uh, that uh, the, the, well, the Celtic beloved Chick Charnley is now employed by Rahoops. Oh, wow. Uh huh, yeah, he is. Um, Chico, who, as you may remember, has, for whatever reason, always been able to represent Celtic at various offshoot <laughs> things, like <laughs> when he plays Masters football. And if you remember, fundraisers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Our co our sponsor with them recently organised a flash game in George Square where Amoruso played as well, but Chick Charnley again was somehow able to represent the dark side. Does a flash game mean you've got to get your bobby out? Uh, well probably, probably he would have damaged the, the council chambers. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so the bold check uh, is now uh, responsible at Parkhead for quite a major important role and that mm -hmm. is he, able, he picks up the players' mail from <laughs> Parkhead and delivers it to them personally at Lennox Town. So he's fulfilled the dream. Do you remember in Primary One, and when it was Christmas time, you'd make a wee postie box and you'd put all your cards through, and then you got to empty the post box and hand deliver it to all the people in the class? Uh, That's check. Mm. Oh, yeah. man. That's so bad. Just so he can get a check with the, the, the wee crest. <laughs> well, the, yeah, exactly. But, I, but again, according to my friend William, who told me this story, he uh, now also wears a black polo shirt, you know, one of those horrible things with a big he's massive shamrock crest things on he's it. He's not got CC's initials on it, though. I think yeah. he probably got the top and then took it to Seriously, what is that about football managers where they get their name on it? You're the manager. They, they know, really yeah. should know who you are. So, Chick Charnley, living the dream. Correct. Um, this is the entire Celtic support. <laughs> <laughs> That's a low blow, but 
What have they done now? Yeah, just because. Can I just, uh, well, can I just also back up them? Because I was speaking to a Celtic supporter, my acquaintance, who's not the brightest lad in the world. And uh, he said to me, did you watch the Scotland game last night? I said, aye. And he said, oh, Big McManus. That's Big McManus, who you hated normally. He said, oh, but no, man, he was pure good. And he came out with a belt. He says, did you see the minute silence? And I said, uh, oh, aye, aye. He says, it was for Jock, uh, Jock Steen. And I said, uh, Why? And he said it was to celebrate him being dead for 25 <laughs> years. But I don't think that was what he meant. Well, and Spears of the Week for McManus. Uh, for stealing Big Lee's goal. Uh, well, I, and also we Gordon Strachan for another magnificent performance at the weekend. Yeah. For his uh, yeah. expensive list. I think he'll be away by Christmas. Uh, I think Which leaves Chris Boyd uh, getting splinters in his arse on the bench for 30 grand a week. Chris yeah. Boyd will be back at Rangers soon enough. No, and it'll no. be like he will, and it'll be like Derek Johnson's second spell. Yeah, that's and exactly it. Another potential Spears of the Week is. Uh, oh, you're on a roll now. Well, uh, ta- see, that's talent, you two. That's class, right? It's just because he spoke last. He's the last fo- one you remember. That's no, how he's going to get it. No, he's. F- no, no, no. Class is permanent. Form is temporary. You two need to up your work rate. You're McFadden and Boyd this week. He bought you a football. And McFadden yeah. and Boyd leads me quite nicely on to the last Spears of the Week, which is the Tartan Trannies that booed the Liechtenstein stroke, mm. God Save the Queen national anthem. Yeah, I, I think that Stroll was, that was boys, pretty good know. Because more importantly it made me agree with George Pete And I don't know, I've to be in a position where I'm agreeing with David George David Proven also mentioned in his column today That he felt it was an embarrassment And da- I, I point Davey blank Proven, refused David Proven, David I feel really bad Because uh, he gets criticised in my book Have I mentioned I've got a book coming out? And we now have a release date for it Listeners, you can buy it and it will be uh, sent out to you at the start of October and it will hit the shops on October the 16th. Would it make an ideal Christmas present for someone that 21st you really century like? blues, being a bear in the modern world, would make an ideal Christmas present for anyone you know who's a Rangers supporter, who can read who you're trying to shag. It will impress them. It's the, the way to go. What's it called, David? It's called 21st Century Blues. And when's it out? And it's out on the 16th of and October. And it's available on And it's available on Amazon, Amazon and right, from okay. uh, the DB Publishing website, www.dbpublishing.co.uk. But what I was, I was totally sorry, that was sorry. Can I, can I just inter- interject for a second? Yes. Perhaps maybe we could have a competition for people on the Facebook to so get a signed yeah. copy. When I have one, then there will be a competition on the Facebook, and all I will require is a picture of their wife sitting on top of the washing machine what, with a flaps on. What, what I mean is, before it starts getting you know recalled and turned into mush, and I'm sure you're probably yeah. going to line this, uh, line your flat with uh, spare you, copies you, of it. Don't sell. You enjoy here the night. Mm. I made dinner for you I did I, I loved feasting on your meat Yeah he certainly mm-hmm. did He was running an hour Before everybody else tonight Feasting on my meat um, and, and, and yet he didn't win And yet he didn't win No, no. because Fraser Brought me something useful yeah. uh, So when they announced The winner it was me It was Fraser yeah um, I was going to give it to Scott But uh, you can't compete With the entire self support Because it includes Mark McGee so, <laughs> so Mark McGee then is therefore by default he gets the job He gets it But the Spears of the Week does go And uh, especially to the wee Celtic supporter Who God love him was celebrating 25 years since Jock Steen died mm-hmm. We move on now to a new feature Which is Big Lee's Booking Now there's something that happens Every single week at the football And it just wouldn't be the same without it Whether or not it's something you see going to the game Whether or not it's a pre-match superstition that you have Like Lee McCulloch's booking You know it's coming You know it's going to happen And it's not really the same until you see it Then you can relax and just enjoy the game Um, We want yours uh, on the Facebook On Twitter and emails to us Uh, You can get in touch with us It's Heart and Hand on the Facebook It's Ibrox Rocks uh, When you go to Twitter And it's Ibrox Rocks at playbackmedia.co.uk That's ibroxrocks at playbackmedia.co.uk Send us in something It could be a wee old guy who sits near you It could be you give your wife one Before you head off in the morning uh, It can be anything at all we want to know about it what, Especially a sign, a sign football? Well, it's, 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 one what? You give your wife one? What, a sign? What, one what? 
Well, that one died. Oh, God, I'm out of tumbleweed. No, but the thing is, is I actually keep a supply of tumbleweed here for his gags. I'm under pressure. Fraser's sitting next to me. You're having a dry run in front of goal. Um, you really are. I'm James Beatty. You know, it, you got booked a couple of weeks ago, Scott. You know, you, you're you're Lee Cattermole. You're about you're on a yellow card and you're about to j- j- jump in feet mm, first. You're facing a suspension. Lee yeah, Cattermole yeah, said yeah. before the game that he was misunderstood. Well, yeah, I, I love the fact that he turned around to his manager yesterday and Steve Bruce was like, "I'm going, you're a moron. You were on a yellow and you done it." Um, but yeah, so let's hear from our uh, before Scott interrupts me. Don't do that. Right, minion star, minion star, know your role. Um, so we're going to go back to the feature which I started three weeks ago, which uh, I now get. Big Lee's booking, and Scott I was going to start with you, but I'm not going to now. Fraser, new favourite. Oh, no, we'll go with Scott. On you no, go. no, no, on you go, Fraser. You can maybe after stay, you stay go after the pod as well. Uh, you know David a bit better. My Big Lee's booking. Uh, actually, because I watched the game in the telly, uh, there was two things I saw which you see at every Rangers away, certainly away game, and most of the home games as well, which was Santa Claus. In the in the home support or we're in our support, and also the guy that goes to every game, rain or shine, Dunfermline in January when it's freezing, when they tap on. I know yeah. they, they picked him up on the telly yesterday, and I mean yesterday wasn't he? It was the Arctic by any means, but it was not a day to be walking mm. about with your, your man nips. Can, can I also say that I actually I don't know him, but that, that guy used to sit next to me in CD7 and he used to sit right along the far end. And not only does he go with no top on, as you say, yeah, exactly, he used to stand up during the game. Uh, but he was, because he was right at the end of the road, he wasn't blocking MD's view, and Stewards just just used to leave him alone because they would do exactly. He's not going to go and grapple. And, and there's, a, and there's also there's so many theories going about the away support as to why he doesn't wear. I, I heard I heard a rumor. That <laughs> this is what some, Yes, some say some <laughs> say that this bloke has got a, a condition, which I think is really obvious, but it's not one you would think. Apparently, he's got some condition that means he always feels really, really warm. Yeah, but. How come no bird I have ever met has had this condition or to stride about the office? The one I heard yesterday was that he doesn't like like material uh, touching his upper body. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's not a thing, though. How do you know? How do you know? I don't like material in my upper body. What would that be, then? Diseases that. I'm not keen on latex after an incident that happened to me in uh, Clatty Pats in 1998, but we'll we'll skip right by that. Have you ever felt the context of bin liner? Just right on top of your skin as well. It's, it's well, you should really be slipping fashion. one of them on under your top when you're playing football. No, your cling film, just cling film Aye. right around. Like the in the full Monty, yeah, the, the fat the lad does yeah. that. That's, that's something for you to do. You and Dingers can do that. Thanks, I man. should point out, Cammy's been made out to be. It's just we have to have a fat guest on the podcast, and with Mark mm-hmm. no here, I look around the room, I had to be Cammy, and he's, he's not that fat. You know, he's. I would say he's more kind of. <sighs> he's not Don French. He's more Michelle McManus than Don <laughs> French. Um, Okay then, Scott, what's your big Lee's booking? I think uh, many, many years of, of observing Rangers at Ibrox, it would be shit to ball boys and ball <laughs> girls. They're still hopeless. Year after year, they can't catch the ball or throw You're it. You're such a curmudgeon, aren't you? Yeah, it really I know. Is. And I always hope that when you, my dad and I sit down and think, Rangers don't play like Barcelona and the ball boys are shite. Yeah. I'm no going. Well, I'm sure you've seen good ball boys in the Uruguayan second division, whatever it is. Yeah. Or the Mozambican second yeah, division. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I think shit ball boys would have to be the thing that sort of cheers you up after We're a while. We're having a world soccer off in here tonight, aren't we? I know, it's fantastic. The two, the two global, are, global events. Yeah, the two of them have come over old Tim Vickery. I know. Oh, oh, what what, what is Zimbabwean ball boys and girls Scott like? refers to it as a Rhodesian. Oh, right, okay. They've actually not got enough food at the moment yeah, to, Cammy, yes. to put on a football well, match, Cammy. It's the least of the worries at the moment, Cameron. Right, okay, I'll send them some of mine. <laughs> Scott, how would you improve the standards of ball boys? <laughs> Because don't just turn up here with a criticism, give us a solution. How would you stop uh, Lee McCulloch getting booked? 
I'm not uh, trying to. No, so, well, I'm not trying to stop the ball boys being shite either. Well, don't complain about it. Am I the only one who thinks that the ball boys at Ibrox and the ball girls as well, actually, for that, are, they're, some, they're a bit plump? Am I the only yes. one that thinks, why have we got ball girls? Yeah. Why are right, I am an yeah. unreconstructed sexist when it comes to football. I don't like birds at the game and I don't like birds being involved in it. Do you know why? Because they're birds. And the boy who knows least about football knows more than the bird who knows most. Is this because Karen Brady knocked you back? She's a woman. The only woman I like in football is uh, Cherry Lungi when she was in the manager. Eh? Oh, 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 yeah. 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 oh, yeah. But it wasn't for the reasons. It wasn't a tactical awareness, was it? Mm. Yeah. Scott, you watch Football's Wives. What's that like? Uh, right, Cammy, it's, uh, I think, your turn. Uh, my one for my... Uh, Lee McCulloch booking etc um, is actually from a few years ago when I was uh, sitting with a club deck loyal which is now sadly defunct um, but we did have a regular supporter who I'm fairly certain is a, a fa- the Facebooker group for oh, the heart and hand uh, called Wilf and Wilf's favourite Wilf. Wilf. Wilf nobody's called Wilf brilliant we've got a character from the Bash Street kids <laughs> Wilf is a fantastic guy and he's a legend Wilf and if you post on the Facebook Wilf and reveal that you are actually called Wilf right we'll send you some form of what we'll do is we'll wait a year and we'll send you a copy of my book when it is in bargain books but, yeah. but you'll be you'll be notified for it no he's not getting that this week Fraser was just holding up we always have a mascot on the table and this week it's my favourite from Nacho Novo's tribute dinner which is a wee whiskey uh, in a bottle Post it up on the Facebook and you can look at it. Signed by Nacho himself, who I accosted in the toilet. Um, Where did he sign it? Again. Again, yes. But but this time I didn't have my, my syringe full of muscle relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> my large sack, although um, nobody the time I'd finished anyway. Cammy, can Sorry, yeah. So, anyway, so Will's favourite phrase when uh, watching the football was at some stage throughout the game, he would inevitably shout, Keep it in the carpet, Rangers. <laughs> but the thing is, though, that you could see... I mean, you used to do it all the time, and a few of the boys in the, in the group used to love it and always have a wee bit of a laugh and a joke and all that kind of stuff because you knew at some point, inevitably, it was coming. So, like, for example, like, you know, if McGregor, whoever was in goals, would take, like, a, you know, a bye kick, unreasonably, if it was aiming towards, like, the halfway line, he'd be like, keep the ball in the carpet, as if he's expecting a side foot out uh, <laughs> yeah. the left or right back. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Built from the back. Exactly. So, but the thing is... It, as you say, and I think this is the kind of point of this piece of the show, it just wasn't complete. Your experience of the game wasn't complete unless you heard that. The My Big Lee's booking moment, um, something which isn't the same, is the board at Ibrox, the advertising boards, which I hate, you know, those mm. electronic ones, um, mm. which are just really, really annoying. But they always flash around the next goal scorer. Before the match, flash up first, and then during the match, flash up your next goal scorer, and you can go and bet on it. And every week, without fail, they flash up someone who isn't playing. And now they could argue, I suppose, and say, well, we don't know the teams and we've got to just do it beforehand, which is rubbish. The whole point of technology is you can do it in live play. But my favourite one was last season when they flashed up John claude Darshaville was 33-1. Seemed generous until you realised he'd left us 18 months before. Um, so for me, it's until I see uh, something flashing up around the Rod Wallace next goal, 9-1, I don't think I'm at Ibrox. I don't think I'm home yet. Okay, we want to hear yours. Um, we want to hear what... Uh, don't interrupt me this time. We want to hear... Uh, you, you looked pregnant. You looked as though you were about to give birth to thought. I'm trying to lose some weight, David. <laughs> you and Cammy met a lovely couple. Um, so send us it into the Facebook, Heart and Hand, to the... Uh, to the what's the internet thing? Email. Email, yeah. Email's what that is. Uh, uh, Ibroxrocks at playbackmedia.co.uk. I've got confused because I've just pictured you two having sex. And it has actually really discombobulated me. We would, we would be probably quite a... How do you wash the inside of your eyes out with soap? I mean, oh my God, that's just gross. Who would be the woman? No, yeah. we're, we're going to have to put, always be I'm going to post up Well the thing is Cammy actually needs uh, The Facebook We need to refer to Cammy Cammy had And I noticed you've changed it Cammy had the gayest 
Facebook profile pic. Is that of hugging that fella? Yeah, hugging that guy. That's that's my my yeah. my friend Craig and I have an, a good couple of pints in Stuttgart. That was last year. Good couple of pints of what Mark Alman just to drink. Yeah, I like the fact that you're willing to give me the criticism when you consider that your shirt that you're wearing is so fantastically gay. It's just it just says statements about you, which it's, I feel it's, I feel bad that there isn't some sort of visual format that goodly cheesecloth like, for autumn winter twenty ten. Oh, it's no. a fitted pink shirt, and the reason that it's fitted is to show off my my recent weight. Loss, yeah. which is not something you, you're going to need Fitted to worry about. for an eight-year-old child. And it fits me. <laughs> See, I, can, I can't slag... I can't slag Cammy because he's, he's wearing a Rangers top this week, but you'll get yours, I'm you bastard. I'm trousers, feel free to... Touch to you. Speculate. Yeah. To touch you. He well. raised his leg to me there, listeners. <laughs> he raised his leg to me. There's also an espadrille in the house. What's become What's of What's an espadrille? It's a type of shoe. Type of shoe. Well, that's gay that you knew that. I only know two types of shoes, gutties and bits. <laughs> Clearly, you know that. Well, three Clearly. And docks And docks, aye yeah, But they would come under bits yeah. You know uh, Cammy, Dundee United um, Yeah, I think it's going to be a tough game I think it really will be Again, we've already kind of touched on the, the European hangover aspect as well And Is that acceptable though for a trip to Old Trafford? I mean, realistically it's, it's, There's no the huge only, travel the, issues I, I agree with that But the only area that, that overly concerns me Is right back On the presumption that we might have to play Ricky Foster we, Would we not be better playing Bagheera And bringing in the... the, the Andy Webster or even McCulloch well you'd lose McCulloch midfield I suppose well, mm-hmm. yeah perspective of, I mean you can shuffle about but regardless of that you'd still have to make the shuffle yeah, and we're going and back the, to United and the, the, the other point is to that as well um, is that I've got to assume that Miller will either play the full 90 or the large chunk against Man United so against Dundee United I'm, I'm expecting that we're going to go back to the 4-4-2 and put Yelovich and Beatty up front mm-hmm. as well just to give Miller a rest so it will be tough I think that you know they always like coming to, to Ibrox as well and as Fraser's already touched on some of the games have been you know Pretty pretty heavy in last uh, last season, mm. so I, I think that we'll get a result. I think it will be pretty gritty, but hopefully we'll be able to try and uh, get the three points. That the, the one thing you're hoping is is that we're due to you would hope burst into a bit of form. Um, yeah. If we continue the way we're going, then we are going to drop points because I think that there's only so long you can get by, and that's what I think we've done every match this season. Well, I think there's, there's also and it is the hangover from much as much mirth that was caused by the Mankeys going out to Utrecht. They are, as we feared, beginning to build up a bit of a head of steam domestically, mm-hmm. and we—you might have feared it. Uh, well, I refused to give them hushing. Well, indeed, but you've gone right down the estimation. You were on for for pods, man of the match there, but uh, it's, it's nice to see. You I wouldn't get excited, you know, it's Cammy no. that would be. But it's nice to see that the Masonic referees are still still. Yeah, two offside goals and a um, penalty not given. And a to penalty them. not given. Uh, Willie Collum. Well, you know, the, the, the clues in the name. The only man with a crucifix-shaped whistle. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I did notice as well that Lennon pulled off Brown after seventy minutes because oh. he said that there was a, a hangover from the Scotland game. So, see, I was watching. I didn't, I'd actually read that Scott Brown was playing in the Scotland game. Well, I'm <laughs> going to move us in on that into any other bare business, uh, and this is where you get to talk about anything you want. So, as uh, I wanted to talk about at the start, before I was rudely interrupted by Fraser Dingwall over there, um, but he brought me a ball, so I've forgiven him. The Scotland game I did I did watch and you know all joking aside about Scotland I'm not a big you know a big patriotic guy but I, I wanted to win I can't even see what Scott Brown is supposed to be doing it's not that he's poor I, I don't know what he's good at he, he, he's not good on the ball he doesn't time runs well he's not good in the air he can't link up he can't tackle. What do managers see in this guy that, that other people don't? Well, there was a potential Spears of the week there for me for Craig Levine because I thought his selection for the Liechtenstein game was bonkers by playing two sitting midfielders, both of whom were on a booking. Yeah. Um, and a sort of lone striker aye. sort of thing. And 
it, it was a tactical mess. If, if I was Craig yeah. Levine, I'd be calling a thousand miles over broken glass to Barry Ferguson's door. Ferguson and won't play. Think, it won't matter. He won't do it. Say four games and try. But he won't do it, and I don't. No, I don't blame. Him. There's nothing in no. it for Ferguson. He goes back. He won't get any credit if if Scotland get through it, and if they don't get through, he'll get the blame. It's it's a lose lose situation I think, for him. I think that McLeish has had some sort of a degree of interaction with Ferguson's decision to retire from the international game. Yeah. Ferguson get man. Was that a really today. convoluted way of saying I think McLeish is to help not to bother? Yeah. Well, I think he's maybe saying to him, concentrate on your domestic game. Well, McLeish, McLeish is a patriotic guy. I thought it might be the other way around. It was. There was interest last night. Yeah, it was it was Birmingham pays wages. Yeah. Last night I was out with a guy, one of my friends who oh, lives right. in the Czech Republic most most of the year, and he was saying it's funny when, when you come over here. The media are saying the exact same things that the Czech press are saying. They they were beaten at home by Lithuania, and they're bemoaning no good players coming through, facilities aren't used properly. They're not. They're going to face Spain. And they're absolutely dreading getting a hiding from Spain. And um, they're at their manager for not picking the right team. And they're not very confident either. And ironically, despite Scotland being awful, I think the Czechs, they're not confident in this campaign. And I think we could steal second spot, well, despite the, the form. The, the Czechs are going a little in reputation because when you look at their team, they had Milan Barosh, a guy who really peaked probably, what, six years ago? Mm-hmm. Um, and hasn't really done much in football. He's been he fa- playing these days? Uh, Galatasaray. Um, and he was, he was a failure um, at Lyon. And he, he's, he's kind of bummed about the last year. And he, he's passed his best. Mm-hmm. And you think, well, if he's a main striker, then they've got to be reason. So, But I did watch the Scotland game, and I must admit, thoroughly entertaining against Liechtenstein. Um, not so entertaining on the, the Friday night. And I was thinking that I might uh, I might go along and, and see Scotland on the plane, because I live, you know, within walking distance of Hamden. And then, uh, and then I sobered up. So, uh, <laughs> right, Scott, any other bare business? It's a podcast which aims to add a bit of humour to looking at sort of football. It feels miserably, but it, it feels adds. miserably. But this is a serious point, as we all do wish Brian Loudup the very best yeah. for his recovery. Absolute legend. Watching Rangers can be tough at times. Some of the football stodgy going back years. You'd pay money, you'd pay it willingly, and you'd pay double to watch that guy. He got you off your seat, and I've never seen anything like it. And honestly, he's absolute legend, and get well soon, Brian. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I think we uh, we were all devastated. I think the entire range of support to hear that news. But he is, you know, a, a fighter, and uh, I've absolutely no no doubts that Brian Loudrup will, will overcome that. And certainly, we, we echo that. In fairness, he is used to running round things beginning with the letter C, so I'm confident <laughs> that he's going to beat it with no problems. Yeah. Fantastic, Fraser. No, I was just my Barry Ferguson point, but I've addressed that. Okay, we'll finish up this week with your section listeners, the letters and the Facebook page. You're raging about the Facebook take me off, aren't you? It's just disgraceful. That's what the kids call it. Well, the kids who come on our Facebook page. They're all over 40. They're all over 40, yeah. I really hope that that gets edited to say come on our face and then it just stops there. <laughs> oh, this is the, the edit this week's going to be a nightmare. Um, okay, we'll start off with a letter from Andy McGowan and it was a letter of complaint. Oh, Andy good. said, hi David, I must write and uh, reply to your outrageous slur in my hometown Salkits, which you described as full of beggars on Podcast 5. I can assure you that Salkits was, is and always will be a blue town and if your slur is not retracted you would hear from my lawyers. I can also confirm that son of Salkits Ray Montgomery may now be a Kilmarnock legend, but rest assured Raymond was a childhood blue nose who cites Sandy Jarden as his childhood idol. I know this as when I interviewed Raymond for my school paper in 1996, my probing questions included, what is it like to play against Rangers? How good is Mark Haley? And do you wish that you played for Rangers <laughs> other than these aberrations congratulations on the podcast and keep up the good work so I'll retract some of it um, I'm a wee bit disappointed and Chris our producer didn't tell me that uh, Ray Montgomery wasn't in fact uh, a Tim I always assumed he was so I apologise to Ray Montgomery did he look like one that, yes uh, so that, that had to hurt um, I'm not taking it back Seneca winning Sulkits you know they're, they're, they're large scale that's where a lot of the, the Glasgow settlers were sent 
And we used to like going down to, to Sulkets during the during the summer because you could always spot the Ouija Wains because our parents were ordering them into the sea as part of the day and it was freezing. All the local kids were you know there in their, <laughs> their anoraks and stealing scarves for the polar bears. Um, but Andy, we, we take some of that back. Uh, now on to the Facebook comments. Uh, Scott, you, you went on last week and, and tried to make up to Jim Reid because yeah. uh, you called him a walloper after, mm-hmm. just because he praised everyone who was involved in Podcast 4 except you. Yes, yeah, true. Yes, yes. His work with the Jesus Mary chain was vastly he, overrated anyway. Well, absolutely. Uh, well, no, it wasn't. Well, no, it was actually underrated. It was very underrated. Yeah. Mark Feldman, the International Week, was getting on my tits. Uh, can anyone tell me what the Central Bar in Blackpool is like for Jell's games? So, uh, does anyone know? Uh, and if so, can you go in there and Probably tell good. Them? Stuart Atkinson says, Quality podcast, guys. Enjoying listening all to all the Rangers bands. I've been missing it after moving out to Valencia. Although a certain obese ginger contributor to the show keeps me up to date as much as he can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Stuart's one of my very good friends, and uh, as a response to his wonderful comment on the Facebook, um, I'm going to post Stuart's address for all the bears going to cross the Valencia. Has he invited them last week? No, no, he's going to invite yes. me, he just doesn't know about it yet. Yeah. So I'm going to post. And Stuart, I'm going to I'm going to post his uh, address for everyone to go and stay at Stuart's house. It's touching, Cammy. Alan Chambers pointed out that David Weir, who was born in Falkirk in 1970, became the protagonist of the International Day Positive. At 40 years, 3 months and 24 days, the captain of the Rangers returned to the International against Lithuania. Um, he did not been convinced in September 2009, but he surpassed Jim Layton with 40 years and 2 months. Uh, also, he surpassed Jim Layton because Jim Layton was a bandy-legged fuck. Yeah, he was. I'll be taking umbrella because it's raining teeth. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Oh, Cammy, Cammy. Um, Cameron Bell, uh, with his disgraceful terror vision, uh, little Facebook picture. You suggested Naismith for the winner in the Scotland game, and we're uh, as accurate as you've been on here tonight, really. Um, Gary Love, get well soon, Loudrop. We're not worthy, we're not worthy. Absolutely agree with that one. Uh, I think we've, we've all said that there as well. And. Um, Various other people uh, got in touch to, to, to kind of say a bit louder, so thanks very much to, to all of you who did that one. Uh, there's a thing here about my book. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it's coming out the 16th of October, and uh, I, just, I just thought I'd bring that up. Andy Yule, uh, what a first few minutes for Arfos yesterday. He's not getting a nickname. Not yet. No, he's too much of a ton No, not yet. If Hamilton had scored from his slip up immediately after he came on, would that have been the worst Rangers debut ever? That's that's an interesting feature for mm, yeah, for mm-hmm. future weeks. The worst, the best debut ever, I think, by common consent was Kuznetsov. All that remains then is for me to thank uh, my guests this week, Scott Vandenacker. As to believed. And we look forward to uh, Scott's Corner. The, the spin-off pod Mr Fraser Martin Danky And we look forward to visiting House of Fraser Anytime and Mr Cameron Bell Good luck to all the Bears travelling down to Old Trafford on Tuesday And I really look forward to seeing Cameron's bell end mm, It's a mouthful It's a mouthful <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thanks for listening uh, We'll thank our producer Mr Chris Osborne We'll thank our executive producers in London Mike Lee and Paul Miles And uh, next week when we are celebrating our most famous victory over English opposition ever We'll be celebrating some more Hopefully Thanks for listening Cheers This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at ibroxrocks.com. If you'd like to sponsor or advertise on this podcast, please call our marketing partners Sports Revolution on 0207 580 2850 or drop them a line at info at sportsrevolution.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.